Welcome to the official It's All Dead podcast. The music is dead. Long live the music. Welcome to the official It's All Dead podcast. Thank you so much for joining us uh, on the podcast today. My name is Kyle Hawk. I'm the editor-in-chief at It's All Dead, uh, our website you're likely familiar with. It's alldead.com. We talk about music. We write about music. We do this podcast about music. And uh, I'm kind of excited because we're switching things up a little bit today. Um, We are doing a special podcast all about the Grammys, which happened last night for us. This is a Tuesday. You're probably listening on Wednesday or Thursday. It was earlier this week. And uh, to talk about the Grammys, it made sense in my mind to bring on the person who kind of introduced me to music at a young age and uh, someone I've watched the Grammys with many a time. Uh, It's my mom, Mary. She is joining us on the podcast today to talk about uh, the Grammys. Hi, mom. Hi. How are you? I'm good. And you? Not bad. If I'm not mistaken, this is your very first podcast. Yes, it is. How does it feel? <laughs> I don't want to make a fool of myself. Oh, that's okay. I do that every single time, so I wouldn't <laughs> worry about it. <laughs> okay. Well, so we're talking about the Grammys, and you are here to talk about it with me. And the reason is, is because we used to watch the Grammys every single year uh, when I was growing up, and you kind of got me interested in music. Some of my Early memories were us driving, uh, listening to Queen, Genesis, um, Michael Jackson, um, uh, just a lot of stuff that really got me interested in music. I think you loved music so much um, and still do. So it kind of was a, a common ground we had. But it seemed like we watched the Grammys every year. And we were talking before we started, like you watched the Grammys almost your whole life every year. Is that right? Yes. Yes. I uh, probably go back to, you know, the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I was there for their premiere show on the Ed Sullivan show way back when. So, okay. yeah. So we're, the Beatles were the band that kind of got you into music? Yes, I think so. Okay. I think so. That's uh, Age-wise, that probably would have been, you know, where I started listening. Yeah. And so the thing now, though, is is like one thing that's always been, I thought, really cool about you is that um, you were always listening to like current music too. So even while I was growing up a lot of times, and even now we'll be listening to like the same music. So, um, which is why you still watch the Grammys, I would imagine. Um, so what is the stuff like recently? Is like, there any recent artists and music that you're into that attracts you to like, even make you want to watch the Grammys? Um, I enjoy Adele. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess I just enjoy music in general, so I like keeping up with what is new. Um, and I like—I've always enjoyed the way the Grammys pays tribute mm. to the artists. Yeah, for sure. And there was some of that last night, and I—that's one of the things. Uh, some of the vivid memories for me with us watching the Grammys when I was younger was how they would do tributes to older artists, and you would talk about you know, why this artist was important or whatever. And I was found that really awesome as I was growing up. And so we've got uh, some of that to talk about. We're just going to kind of work our way through the night and talk about some of the performances. And uh, the the night last night kicked off with a performance from Taylor Swift. And I was shocked to hear you say, because I, as we've talked about, um, I've really, Taylor Swift has won me over in the past few years, uh, pretty in a pretty big way. 
And for you, it still definitely wasn't happening. I, I remember you were not a fan of hers. But when I asked you if you liked the performance last night, you said that you did. What was it about it that uh, made you enjoy it? I enjoy that song. Um, a lot of her music, I don't feel, I don't know, I, I, I don't like as much. Sure. But I enjoy that song. Um, and seeing her last night, and I don't, see her on a regular basis, you know, obviously, but I could sense a change in her. Hmm. I'm sensing a change in her performance in the way she's addressing her music. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like she's definitely growing up a lot. She's, she's matured in a lot of ways, which is, you know, obvious. I mean, she's still in her, her like uh, young twenties. So, I mean, uh, we've kind of watched her grow up in the public eye. And so it's been cool the past few years, I think, to kind of see her come into her own as an artist. That song was an interesting choice to me just because the the chorus is so repetitive. It's not necessarily a chorus that you can pull off live really well. Um, so that was an interesting choice to me, although I, I do know that that was her, uh, it's her single that's out right now. So I guess it kind of made sense to perform it. But it was, you know, it, you can never go wrong, I guess, at the Grammys starting the show with a with a big name artist like her, the other one I was interested to talk to you about, and you you texted me about this today, was The Weeknd, another artist who you weren't that crazy about when I saw you over Christmas, but then you said that last night you really loved his performance. I did. I did. But then I was surprised when you texted me back, and I'm not familiar with a lot of his music other than what I do here on the radio, but what, you, uh, what I understood you were telling me is that song is not performed that way on his album or CD or whatever you want to put it. Yeah. So we're talking about In the Night, which was the second half. He's opened with Can't Feel My Face, the song that was nominated for everything last night. And then he performed In the Night, right. which was his most recent single. And that song on the album is like a, like, it's extremely like over the top, loud pop song. And so it was kind of surprising to hear him strip it down so much because it was basically just the piano and maybe like a a couple of string instruments on stage during it. And it was cool because it kind of left, it gave a whole completely new feel to the song, I thought. But um, I, I'm just always amazed by his voice. Like, I, I, he's a guy I've talked about a lot. If I could listen to him sing the phone book. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, so I'm imagining just from a vocal perspective, that was something that you really enjoyed about the performance. Yes, he does. He does have a beautiful voice. He does. But I, I was I was struck by how, how well he did that it it was just a it was a good song and i really enjoy, i wished he'd have gone on you know kept singing yeah <laughs> well now uh, i guess you've got a good reason to to check out the album there's the album's a good mix of like slower stuff and more i guess big brash poppy stuff and so like there's songs like that on the album it's just not that song so he's he's got a really wide range and Again, he's so young as well. I'm really excited to see uh, what's coming for his career. Um, too bad he didn't take... I, I really thought he might take home that Record of the Year award, the last award they gave out last night, but it went to Bruno Mars, which I guess makes sense because it seemed like everybody was listening to that that song. I can't even think yeah. of the name of it now <laughs> for whatever reason. Yeah, I run a music website and I can't think of the biggest song of the year, but um, were, you, were you happy with that Bruno Mars song winning the award? I was surprised. Yeah. I, I really thought Taylor Swift would take it, possibly. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. They they do tend, I guess, kind of spread it around a little bit on those big awards from time to time. Um, so this may come as a surprise for you, 
But I think my favorite part of the night was the tribute to Lionel Richie, simply because they had such a wide range of performers up there singing his songs, like Luke Bryan. Like, it does not make sense in my mind for a country singer to be up there singing a Lionel Richie song. But they had him, Megan Trainer, but Demi Lovato, like, blew it out of the water. I thought it... Not only was it cool to see all those different people performing those songs, but to watch Lionel Richie's face in the crowd yeah. as he as yeah. they were singing, like he just seemed like he was on cloud nine during it. What what did you think about that? I I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I was I was thrilled because I was afraid he wasn't going to perform, mm-hmm. and I was thrilled when he got up and went on stage because he just I I've always enjoyed him. Yeah, that was. So that was uh, one of the best moments of the night was him watching those performances. Then he goes up and performs and the entire crowd is like swaying and singing along to all night long. I think that's always the coolest thing to me because you see all these like young artists out there singing along to the song that, you know, we all listened to growing up and knowing every word of it. I don't know. I think that's such a cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I was surprised that he hadn't been recognized before now. Yeah. I, I was kind of surprised at that. Because what did they, did they say like it had been 30 years or something since he'd gotten his first Grammy? Right. Yeah. He's... Which may have been with the, with the Commodores. I mean, he's been around quite a while. And I was, I really was with all the wonderful music that he brought out. I was surprised that it had waited this long. Yeah. Something that's crazy is like, he has been around for a while and he still looks and moves and sings like he doesn't, it seems like he should be older or something. Like it's, it's weird how good he still looks, but uh, yeah, I don't know. And you, so you liked Lionel Richie, right? Cause I remember yes. listening to him when I was growing up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, when the, with the Commodores and then after he went out on his own. Yes. So another really cool moment of the night was Stevie Wonder. Uh, he performed kind of during, they, I guess they were giving an award, but they also he also performed with Pentatonics, and then he had a really great yeah. moment of like reading the Braille on the, uh, on the envelope. I thought that was kind of a cool moment. It was, it was. I think Pentatonics are great. And of course, Stevie Wonder, you know, you can't say enough about Stevie Wonder. Yeah. So tell me about Pentatonics because they've come out of nowhere, and I feel like I know almost nothing about them. Are they just like an acapella group, or what? What do they do? Yeah, yes, they do acapella. Yeah, and they're they're fantastic. They really are. They were on one of the. There's a show that they do with a acapella. Oh, that, yeah, one of the like the and, show like the it's a voice off show or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of the name of it, and that's where they came from. Oh, okay. But I thoroughly enjoy that. Very cool. Yeah. So you do you watch that show regularly and The Voice and American Idol still? Not so much American Idol. Okay. I live for The Voice. Yeah. So we because I like the way it's done. Right, and that's that's another thing is uh, we uh, you got me into American Idol back when it first started, and the reason being, I think I. I can't remember if I was, it was late high school or early college for me, but the year that Clay Aiken and Ruben Studdard were on, I remember you would have dad and I each on a phone calling in because that was back when you would actually <laughs> dial a number and call into the show to vote for somebody, uh, to vote for Clay Aiken. Um, I don't know. I remember that really vividly because um, I wasn't even really into the show at that time, but yet there I was on the phone calling for Clay Aiken. Anyway. So another really cool performance was the Eagles. And of course, uh, one of their founding members passed away. 
earlier this year, and so they were up there playing Take It Easy. What was your take on that? I enjoyed the tribute. Um, you know, I have a lot of memories of Eagles music. It was a it was a good performance. Yeah, it felt a little pained almost. Like I mean, you could tell there was a sadness. I mean, without Glenn Frey up there. Sure. So, um, you know, it, it, if you go through that many years, you know, working together constantly, I'm sure it was hard for all of them. Yeah. So where did your love for the Eagles come from? Do you remember back when you first started listening to them or? Not really. Um, just at that, you know, at that time and that music, everybody listened. Right. I don't know that I was actually, you know, I always enjoyed their music. I can't say I was actually a big fan, but I've always enjoyed listening to them. Yeah, that was another band. I, I think we had a cassette tape of their greatest hits or something that we would play. Um, I mean, the Eagles have, they're one of those bands that their greatest hits is just like every single song, you know, all the words to. And yeah. It's it's kind of incredible, yeah. their career. Um. Let's see some more performances. The cast of Hamilton. I wanted to talk with you about that because that was your first time hearing about that and seeing that. Um, and we hadn't even talked about it. What What did you think about uh, that performance? I really, that was impressive. And I, I honestly, I had never heard anything about it until last night. Um, made me think it might be enjoyable to see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe um, that should be. Uh, Maybe that should be a summer trip for all of us. We can find some $500 tickets and go to New York to watch yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Uh, I yeah, have heard you, that. You, you, go ahead. You do tickets. Yeah. I'll just show up. I've, uh, I have heard that they're eventually going to hit some secondary markets, um, you know, after things cool off with their run on Broadway. But, yeah, I... I've heard nothing but good things from the people that have seen it. And uh, it was really cool. Like, it seemed like they were in the middle of a performance last night. I don't know if they were getting ready to perform or if they were going to perform after, or maybe they just filled the theater with people. But it was kind of a cool way that they did that, I thought. And the way they had all the cameras set up, too. So Yeah, it was. So, um, for me, the biggest part of the night was Kendrick Lamar. Uh, he, uh, I, if you listen to this podcast, if you read our site you may be sick of Kendrick Lamar because we've talked about him so much for the past year, but uh, to pimp a butterfly, I, I still believe with all of my heart it was uh, not only the best album of last year, I think it's one of the best albums of this decade so far, um, but an incredibly, just a, just an amazing, amazing performance from start to finish uh, an incredible message. And Kendrick, I, I truly believe he's becoming one of the best performers on the planet. There's just like no stage uh, big enough to hold him and and uh, and what he's bringing across. So uh, huge props to him. That was a lot of fun to watch. Um, one thing that I thought was interesting that I want to get your thoughts on uh, a little bit later after that, Adele performed. And um, I thought that it well, I've I mean, I, I like Adele just as much as the next person, but you as somebody that listens to her a lot and has heard her perform live and in other ways before. I, I didn't think that performance last night was very good. It almost sounded like she was off key at times. I mean, I don't know. I'm not like a vocal coach or something, but it, it wasn't, to me, it wasn't her best performance. I felt that way too, but they also had some technical difficulties. Yeah. 
which they addressed. But no, I I, I was not pleased with it either. Um, and I I can't say her part of it might have been the vocals. Yeah. But also part of it was the way it was set up. I didn't like the way the the background and that bright light hmm. yeah. was going. I, I you couldn't really see her. Yeah. I was just yeah. I I just didn't think that that particular number did her justice. Yeah, it was just kind of weird all the way around um, from the way it was set up and then the technical problems they had early on, which apparently like a, I guess a mic fell onto the piano strings or something and uh, right. it just didn't go right. well. <laughs> but, you know, no, she's still no. the, the biggest selling artist in the world and, uh, and we know what she's capable of. So I bought you her new album, 25, for Christmas and I would assume you've been listening to it. Are you enjoying it so far? Yeah, very much so, very much so. What are your and favorite songs? And that was another thing it? about last night that I, well, obviously, hello, yeah. but um, I um, I was surprised at the choice of the song that she did Yeah. last night. And why is that? Just... And I, I, well, I, I think there was a reason for it, and somebody, is it somebody that was involved with that song, got a Grammy maybe or something? Mm. Okay. Yeah, I'm not aware of the background of it at all, um, but I, I'd never heard that song before, so... Um, but yeah, you know, no matter what, Adele, I think has earned enough political capital that, you know, a Grammy performance not going great isn't the the biggest deal in the world, but, uh, it was interesting. And when they talked to her about it, she didn't seem to be overly upset about it. So, yeah, she seems like a pretty just laid back, whatever kind of person. (laughs) I mean, I don't know her personally, but every interview, she seems pretty down to earth. So, um, Okay, so Justin Bieber, you did not like. You texted me that today. And I, I want well, to say, you know, go ahead. Well, you know that I, I have never been a fan. Yeah, you're not a believer. And, and no, honestly, no. I'm not either. Um, but I will say this, and I've, I've said it before. I, about half to two-thirds of his new album I actually enjoy. Um, I listen to it just because I listen to everything. Um, and I actually ended up enjoying it more than I expected. I listen to it fairly regularly. And here's what I'll say. I, I have a hard time watching him perform. Um, he just kind of weirds me out. I, I, he's very, he's a, he's a very interesting guy, but the, the first half of the performance where it was just him and the acoustic guitar, I actually liked that. Like I, I thought it felt vulnerable. It felt authentic. There was nothing showy about it. It was just him and the guitar. And I actually, I don't know. I kind of liked it. Okay. Well, I may be the only one. That's- no, no. I I probably could have tolerated that, but when it went to the where basically all he was doing was running and jumping around, I got nothing <laughs> out of that. But that's yeah. probably just my age. Well, no, so, I people on Twitter were kind of going after him as well. He's he's the opposite of Adele in terms of political capital. I think that uh he he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt uh very much, uh which is which is kind of earned in a way, but um, so yeah, I thought the first half was good. The second half, you know, whatever. Um, and then after him was Lady Gaga with a tribute to David Bowie. Um, and we had talked, that was one artist that we didn't listen to a lot when I was growing up, but if no. you put me on the spot and asked me to pick a current day artist to do a tribute to David Bowie, like I, I would have said Lady Gaga without even thinking about it. Like, I feel like she is just the perfect person to perform his music. Okay. 
just because of yeah. like the the theatrical side of it, the dressing up in costumes, the True. the acting part. I mean, she if anybody, you know, David Bowie was kind of a weird dude, especially for his time and Lady Gaga, I feel like is that for our time. Um, and I know that you were really into Lady Gaga at first. Are you is she someone that you're still interested in? Yes. Yes. I haven't I and I can't tell you that she's put anything out recently other than what she's done. Oh, yeah. She did the duets thing with Tony Bennett, right? There you go. Thank you. Thank you for bailing me out. Did you listen to that? I've done a couple. I have not. Okay. I have not. She seems like she's trying to, I don't know what to call it, pivot a little bit in her career towards a more like serious Adele type of singer. I don't know if you've gotten that vibe, but I mean, with the exception of last night, obviously, but like her Super Bowl national anthem you know like she's doing stuff like that now which is a lot more just kind of straightforward like vocalist stuff than kind of the overtop pop performances yes and honestly i'm not i am not dissing bowie at all and i know this was her idea to do this but i think there was a little more i think they However, this is going to sound bad. However, I say it, <laughs> I think they gave gave a little more time to that remembrance than they did some of the others that might have merited just as much. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm trying to say, like the Eagles, and um, I know uh, I heard this morning that Natalie Cole's family is very upset because she didn't get. Any kind of remembrance. Yeah, I, I saw some of that response as well. Um, to me, I think that's just more like the most recent thing is always going to be get the most time, right? Because that's the freshest thing in people's minds. So while like that, uh, maybe it did get more than other people. I think it's simply because of the timing of it. I mean, I, I don't know if I'd read much more into it than that. Um, but at the same time, you know, if you're going to dedicate that much time to one thing, you could do more or less to another. But I think for a lot of people, especially in the Grammys world, like David Bowie was a really big deal as far as influence of the music and stuff. But who knows? Well, that's true. That's true. She performed a lot of his songs. I mean, it it went on for quite a while. So, Um, so yeah. Uh, Were there any other performances or anything from the night that kind of stuck out to you? Nothing that you probably want to hear. Um, Try me. The ending with Pitbull. Yeah. Um, I have absolutely no use for Robin Thicke. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. Um, You're not alone. I think, I don't, I, I mean, I, you, even while they were still showing it on TV, there were people getting up and leaving while they were up there on the stage performing. Yeah. I think they could have come up with something else besides that. Well, literally everybody I saw on Twitter was asking the question of why on earth Pitbull was closing the show because he's, I don't know what his relevance is at this point. And so it was a really strange choice. I don't know if like his people paid for that sort of like prime spot, but the, the irony is even if that was the case, it happened after the awards were done. So like I was one of those people when the last award came out and they said, and now Pitbull, I I literally turned off the TV and went to bed. I did not watch it. So um, if it was supposed to be some sort of big smash ending, they they really screwed up by putting it 
Uh, and I know they always do a performance after everything ends, but usually the performance after everything ends, if, in my memory, is like one of the big winners of the night, like somebody that won a lot of awards, or maybe the person that won album of the year, or the song of the year plays that song. It's not like some random thing that's not related to anything else going on the night. Am I right about that? Right. No, you're, yes, you are right. And they made a, the, all through the advertising for the Grammys, they made a big deal about the, they were keeping the ending performance a secret. So they were leading you to believe that it was going to be wow. Yeah. <laughs> and I, was, not. <laughs> I, I won't say what I was sitting in front of the TV saying because it was not wow. Yeah. Well, that's okay. We, we swear on this podcast sometimes. So, um, <laughs> yeah. You better not. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I thought overall, um, I compared to recent Grammys, this one was pretty good for me. I mean, I feel like there's been a few in recent years where I could have done with or without, but for I feel like for the most part, I enjoyed a lot of the night. Um, like if you had to rate it on a scale of one to ten, what would you say? Oh, I would probably say 10 being the best. Yeah. I would probably say 8. Wow, yeah. I think I'm there with you. Um, yeah, to, to me, but again, Kendrick took it to another level. The Hamilton performance was great. The Weekend. There were a lot of really, really good performances. And I think that that's the key is sometimes the day after the Grammys, everybody's talking about how bad the performances were. But I feel like today everybody was talking about all the really good stuff, and that's a good sign. So I don't know. I guess if that says anything. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we've kind of covered uh, pretty much all of it. Um, thank you for joining me on the podcast to talk about the Grammys, Mom. It's just like old times, right? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> we'll have to do it again sometime. Um, that is my mom joining us on the podcast, talking about the Grammys. Um, if you want... Uh, more uh, information or read more, listen to more podcasts about uh, any of the stuff we've talked about today. You can find a whole lot of great information at itsalldead.com. And of course, you can find our podcast on iTunes, uh, really anywhere you look for podcasts. Uh, just uh, search for It's All Dead, hit the subscribe button. That way you'll stay up to date on every show that we put out. Uh, but for now, that's going to do it for my mom. That's going to do it for me. My name's Kyle Hawk, and you've been listening to the official It's All Dead podcast. Thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the official It's All Dead podcast. You can download our podcast at iTunes and find exclusive music news and content at www.itsalldead.com. <laughs>